Hey everybody, Scott Vince here. We are live for the C-Squad report. And uh, I think we're spooling up here. Anyone out there yet? Oh yeah, we're live. So, we're uh, quick, uh, I've been doing this um, Hey, Paul, thanks for joining us. Hey, Shane, thanks for joining us. Okay, so we're live. We're going to do a quick um, national points rundown, racing recap this weekend for me, and then I uh, got Brock Grunswald, former national champion on the horn, currently fifth in national points. We're going to tune him in in a second. Hey, Ben, thanks for joining. Um, so this weekend... Um, we went up to Canada, oh Canada, yeah, and we uh, started sixth in the heat, finished second to Austin he, uh, Hunter, who's the national points leader right now. And so actually in that heat race we were in, there are like three of, well, anyway, there's a lot of fast cars in it. Um, hey Hunter, hey Kyle, thanks for joining us. Um, and then we started seventh in the feature, slid back trying to run the high side like Grunswald would have. And then decided I'm a ditch digger, so I'll embrace that. And then we're about ninth on a restart and whittled, whittled our way to the lead. And one in Canada, so we love Canada. Uh, we went to Brown County, first to first in the heat, third to uh, second in the feature. Uh, Lucas Rodin, who's just uh, uh, races a mod and a Midwest mod, just smoked us all. Uh, Jamestown, Skeeter Esty rolled into town. And I was kind of like flattered. I thought, here Skeeter wants to come and beat me. Of all people, he wants to beat me. But turns out he was just going to the track that had the best weather report. Well, what happened was we got our heat races in and uh, Skeeter started pole. I started outside pole and he smoked me. I'd never been beaten that bad from a f starting on the front row of a heat in like since I was a rookie. Um, so then we had a redraw or something. No. Anyway, Skeeter started eighth, so I was happy he was starting behind me. Started third. Thanks to uh, one of, uh, my friend Ranky, who kind of nudged Hoggle out of the way. We got the lead right away and kept it the whole race. Then we went to Bemidji and second to third to second there. Um, fifth to um, got ran over by one of them blue oxes one of Paul Bunyan's oxes, and so we uh, ratchet strapped the front end of the car and got to the trailer. So here we are, but the national points run down. Hey, Justin, thanks for joining us. Wow, we got a lot of viewers here live. Um, we're thinking this show is gonna get, since I got Brock on the line, we're gonna have 15,000 views on this video over the course of the next week. I do, we do have to take a couple of breaks for uh, sponsors because, yeah. Um, hey, Shane. Um, Okay, so I realize this uh, boat's taking on some water. So right now, Austin Hunter's leading by 39 points over uh, Lance Schill. Uh, and then you got uh, Dan Wheeler, uh, who seems to like to race Wyoming a lot, uh, in third. You got me in fourth. Brock in uh, Grunswald, who's on the line in fifth. Tony Canold, who just won in Watertown, um, in sixth. Mike Nichols, another South Dakota racer. Uh, Tim Canton. Calvin Iverson from e Elva, Wisconsin, and Shane Howell. So anyway, that's where we're at. So let's get Brock on the horn here. 
there. Here he is, Brock. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for uh, joining us. Um, so just to, you're running fifth in national points. You're a former national champion, right? So you've won the championship before. Um, what was that like to win a championship? It was a lot of work. Um, in the end, is it worth it? Yeah, it's fun to say you done it, did it, but I don't actually go out and try to do it again. Financially, it doesn't make sense. It's more just the prestige, but it's, uh, it's pretty cool to have won it. I think it's more of a... It's more the adrenaline and the thrill of trying to get there because once you got it and you go to the banquet, it's kind of done. You know, it is what it is. It's just another chalk mark or whatever, but it, it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Did uh, So did you get like a Hoosier racing suit and a big-ass trophy? I got a big trophy. Actually, every year the trophies get a little smaller, so that's kind of a, another <laughs> reason why it's like, oh, well, why would you go for another smaller trophy? But no, actually, I got a... A really sweet purple leather Hoosier coat that I've never wore and I never will wear, probably. Um, it's ugly. And no fire <laughs> suit. I got a cool ring. My favorite thing was uh, we got a print they used to give us where a guy would actually hand draw our car. And that was, that was pretty cool. And then you get a lot of contingency awards that you'll never use. Um, you know, you buy six and get one free or something like that. But Oh, yeah. yeah it's more just the idea of doing it. Yep, yep. Um, so, um, for the record, are you racing for national points or are you just racing? Just racing. I run Ada and Fergus and Alec, basically. They're all within an hour of my house or less. I mean, Fergus is two miles from the shop. So he just, with the late, uh, late spring, late start and a lot of rainouts. I mean, I run three nights a week. You just kind of fall into it because they take your best 30 and we actually haven't had a lot of good shows. So we just had a lot of shows so far. Yep, yep. Well, you've been winning uh, uh, quite a bit. How many wins you got this year? Uh, seven, maybe. Okay, yeah. So Seems we like got a lot of seconds, a lot of thirds, and we got a lot of DNFs. Okay. Well, it's good to know out of the top ten in national points that I'm the only one officially running for national points. And boy, am I running hard. But um, anyway... Um, so oh, Bemidji last. Well, no comment. The old okay. the old big ox got <laughs> long, me. Long night for you. Well, you know, I think on track operations started at five. We got the heat races done at eight, so three hours for the heats. I think they probably need to figure out a way to move the show along. You're definitely getting your dollars worth when you got uh, when your racing is a six and a half, seven hour show. Um, yep. I'm thinking there's probably some opportunity to speed it up a little bit there, but, um, yeah. So, um, Hey, we got some questions for you. I got, uh, uh, 12, like, um, and if the people are tuning in, if you have some questions for Brock, type them out and I'll ask them if they're, uh, age appropriate, which is adults. Um, so do you have any pre-race rituals? Um, the biggest thing for me at pre-race is to get there before draw cutoff and not miss my heat. Other than <laughs> that, I really don't have any other thing. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of important. Um, yeah. do you have a kryptonite when it comes to racing? That's a trick question. Um, I barely know what kryptonite means, but if I was to put it in the form of racing, I'd say... Probably like the tractor tires or the youth tires on the infield. They're just, me and them do not get along, especially 
the big ones, like the super tall ones, you know, they, they'll rip a tire right off your car. What do you think track should put on the bottom of the track when we run out of, of great big tractor tires? Um, that's a good question. Grand Forks is kind of fun. They got that berm there. I mean, you, you got to be careful on that. Jamestown, I do like the wall. I mean, you know when you're too close to that. Um, I, the I don't know. I, I've always thought Cedar Lake, you know, that's, I like when they bury the tires. I know a lot of guys use that to their advantage, and sometimes I think you can actually get good traction off them, but yeah. I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, I used to like those ones they had in Fergus, those little plastic boxes. When I'd yep. be running behind Dan Ebert, he'd hit about six of them, and then they'd call me on it. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> those were kind of fun. Um, and, of course, Orville's barrels. He used to put those plastic barrels down, and if you hit one, he'd take 25 bucks out of your check. Well, and then, a lot, as a, I think it was more of a joke, he filled that one coming out of four with cement a couple of years ago, and... Nobody knew it till I got hit. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah. um, what's the your favorite track you've been to so far this year? Like the one you look most forward to going to week in, week out? It's, I, I like going all over it, you know, supporting other tracks and just seeing different people. But for me, the track that's standing out for where they're trying and the track prep, it's been, for the most part, racy, but uh, Viking Speedway and Alexander has been doing a good job. Um, they've had, for the most part, multiple lanes. You know, you get a couple features here and there where it isn't uh, the maybe the best track, but overall, I would say that they're doing the best job. Okay, awesome. Um, what's your favorite race you've been in this year? Um... Any of that I finished probably, but uh, <laughs> I had a really close race with Nick Ruder a couple weeks ago and Alec, and we won by three thousandths of a second. I mean that was that was fun. Uh, it's good for the crowd, you know. People enjoy that. Yeah, I bet they uh, went crazy on that one. The uh, I've not had a win like that, but I've been the recipient of second place like that a few times. So, uh, um, but I bet you that was pretty cool. Um, yep. What's your most wanted win? Um, well, with the 100, uh, with Soto 100 being in Fergus Falls and Fergus being my hometown, that'd be a pretty, pretty cool win. Um, as far as one single event win, I, I don't know that, that I really have one other than that one. You know, you just want to go and do the best you can and have fun's the biggest thing. Cool. Um, what, um, I'm going to jump around a little bit uh, here on the questions. I sent you Brock the questions ahead of time, but um, what's one thing at a track that you've seen a promoter do or staff do that you've really liked that you thought, hey, more tracks should do this? Um, I was out at the Little Dream last weekend out in Rice Lake, Wisconsin, and just sitting there kind of daydreaming, you know, just getting ideas of things actually of what tracks could do. And then I seen Dave Adams walking around, just randomly, you know, walking in front of the grandstands. He'd wave to people, he'd go up, sit, talk to someone for 20, 30 seconds, shake their hands, say hi to another guy. You know, like he made it a point to go and talk to people. You know, I noticed a couple guys that were maybe uh, handicapped where they couldn't get up the steps, you know, and they were sitting by themselves and he made time to sit down and talk with them. And I had a lot of respect for that. And I thought that was pretty cool. You don't see that very often, especially out of someone in that position where you have a lot going on every night of your event. But I thought that was pretty cool. 
Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I always like that when uh, tracks uh, and uh, folks go out of their way to kind of make people feel welcome. Um, we're going to take a quick break because we got to have a sponsor announcement. So uh, right here, if you see it, uh, Fastlane uh, Racing Equipment in East Grand Forks, Minnesota, uh, home of Millennium Chassis. Oops, it tells me not to ro rotate my phone. Okay, we're back. Anyway, they build winners. So um, if you need a winning race car, get a hold of Dustin and Brian Strand. And so now back to our uh, interview with... Uh, former national champion, Brock Grunswald. Um, so, who's your favorite driver you like watching if when you're not racing? Locally, I, I enjoy watching Tim Johnson. He can get in anything and he'll wheel. Even, <laughs> I mean, he'd be missing a tire or something falling off. As far as growing up, I really enjoyed watching Scott Van Season. I mean, he, the guy is so smooth and he it's one guy you don't see make mistakes. You know what? Right now, he ain't a bad driver. I just think that the cars have gotten so advanced and so much better. Your driving only goes so far, and then you just got to spend a lot more money and stuff. But uh, between them two, I would say, are probably my favorites. Otherwise, I really enjoy watching uh, Kyle Larson sprint car or something like that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, what um, If you were, if a new driver came up to you and it said, hey, Brock, you're kind of a veteran racer, Give me three tips. What would you tell a new driver? Three racing uh, tips. Sell your car before you wreck it. <laughs> um, probably a big thing is just be patient. Be patient with your car, the other drivers, and the biggest thing is yourself. I mean, you, it's a learning curve, and it takes laps. You can't just get in and go. I mean, there's very few guys that can, but I'd say be patient. Um, Take good notes, you know, be of, um, someone that observes a lot, you know, do do the listening and not the talking because you can overhear a lot of things and take a little bit here and a little bit there. And if you know how to apply it, you can do a lot with it. Very cool. Um, so, you know, when, when I was early in racing, I remember being in Fargo and Donnie Schatz was there and they were kind of talking at a pit meeting they're discussing you know winning and then you know pay through the field and of course Donnie had said well I show up to win every night which I don't what's it like to have an attitude I'm sure there's times you've had it where when you show up to the track what's it feel like to know like hey I can be a contender how's that feel what's that uh take to kind of keep the fuel going that to be a contender um, you do got to have that attitude and you got to stay positive. I mean, there's so many things that can get in the way and there's going to be five, 10 other guys with that same attitude, you know, and only one of you are going to win. Um, to keep that and to keep it going, it, it's just the driving side. I mean, ultimately, I think you can have a car that's fair to not very good. And if you want to win bad enough, I think you can get it done. Awesome. Um, What's the biggest obstacle you've overcome this year on or off the track? Um, for me personally, in my own car, I switched over to a concept partway through the year. And I know I've talked to you a couple nights where you've had your open motor and I've had a concept and I've mentioned trading with you, but, <laughs> uh, that's been a huge obstacle. I mean, it's, it's so different. Just the tuning of it, the way the carburetors work. Um, 
you know, and when you think you actually have a problem and it's just the way that it works at three, 4,000 RPM, you know, and to me, I think I got a little more learning yet to do. I think we're, we're still improving on that. Um, I'd say that's my biggest obstacle. Okay. If, uh, now, you know, how long have you raised? Oh, a long time. I started out in snowmobiles and then uh, got into cars and then I just um, only race cars now. But I started cars when I was, I don't know, I suppose it's been 14 years now. Oh, wow. I was 15, I think. Or, yeah. if, if you were to talk to the Brock 14 years ago when you started racing, what would you tell yourself? What would be some Slow tips? Down. Slow down? <laughs> Slow down. Um, it's better to finish than not finish because if you crash the first lap, you lost 19 laps of practice. You know, if you can just get that time and that, uh, and just be patient, I think is a big thing. I had decent equipment, but I had so much learning to do. And when I finally figured out that I had to slow down, I took the time and I learned. I, I had, we ran four lengths at the time, where now we're on a three length deal. but. I tried basically every hole on the car, shock springs, you name it. And I did that for two years and just learned the whole time. And then I applied it to my car the next year. And that's when we started winning a lot. Very cool. Um, well, I think that uh, somewhat concludes the questions. Is there anything? Well, oh no, I guess I got a couple more. Um, for... Uh, the fans that are out there and the people who might be listening, uh, anything they can do to help the Brock Brunswald race team, the Brock Star. On your Facebook page is Brock Star 2G? Yeah, I believe so, yep. What's the 2G? Two, the significant... 2G is my number. Yep. No, I mean, uh, uh, what's... Uh, how'd you come up with 2? Oh, 2. Um, well, I used to be... When we were racing sleds, we were usually 2 digits, whatever. I thought one digit was kind of dumb, you know, so I was always 32 and then I got into cars and I wanted a big number and, but I had to have a lot of sponsors to help me do it. So then I actually dropped the three and kept the two and then the track gave me a G because there was like six twos and one heat race. <laughs> that's all that worked. Oh yeah. Um, but hey, how can the fans, uh, your fans uh, help support you? What do you like to see from uh, folks? Do you, you have some shirts this year that they can yeah. pick up at the track? Yep, we got uh, shirts, t-shirts, and hoodies. Uh, they're pretty cool. We usually have them with every night. Um, yeah, that's about all as far as supporting me. But as a fan in general, just go out and support your tracks, support your drivers. You know, it don't have to be me, but just that's the biggest thing is we need people coming back. We need new drivers coming in. And if we don't have fans, we don't have races. So, but yeah, if you want to t-shirt or a sweatshirt you can email me call me come down to our trailer message us on facebook or very cool hey uh last question uh since i'm uh running for national points you have any tips for me like how do you like get yeah. it done the biggest thing for me in national points is first you got to get the oh we just lost audio here um Hold up there. Um, you got, you got, you got. Oh, uh, uh, you didn't want me to hear the secret there. I can see. No. <laughs> no, Don Shaw was calling in, and I. <laughs> him. But uh, you want to? Uh, my approach was get your points 
you know, to where you're comfortable, where you are working, and then go after the people. Like the problem I see with you, Austin, Lance. They lost audio. Hold on. Nope. Do we lose audio? I got audio here. Okay, I was told that we lost audio. Okay. Can you hear us? Welcome, Nicholas and Bill. We did lose it, and I thought we got it back. Was that a while ago? Hello. Okay. Yeah, we got we got audio. Yeah, they can okay. hear. Yep. So. so where were we? Um, tips for Scott Benz running for oh, national yeah. tips points. Tips for Scott Benz. <laughs> the problem that I see you running into with Austin and Lance and once in a while, while Dan Wheeler, and then you throw myself in at some of your tracks. You guys are all racing against each other, so only one of you are going to get the points, and that leaves Skeeter all by himself on a lone island, which we know. But for yourself, I would go to your strong checks. You know, you got to forget the track points and just go where you race, and you know you can win, get a top two, top three, because that's what you're going to be throwing after by the end of the year. Believe it or not, you're going to be throwing second places, hopefully. Um, confidence when you see someone come through the gate if, if you even doubt that you can't beat them you're already beat so you all had to have that winning attitude every time um okay. but the big thing just run your tracks you know if even if the other guys are there but if you need to do a little traveling whether you come to fergus or jamestown or deer creek or wherever just just go if you want to win go win it cool cool um any uh sponsors partners people that help you want to thank Oh, yeah, I got a lot, and I'm sure I'll forget a couple. I'm sorry I didn't even have a list, but uh, my wife, she's always behind me. You know, sometimes I got to tell her to back off a little bit, <laughs> but, you know, she's very supportive. Uh, big guy Jeff, he's good. My family's, they uh, go as much as they can. As far as sponsors and people that help me, um, Shot Trucking, Don and Brenda, they've been huge to me. Amsoil, the guys down at Country Cat, uh, Holt Ranch. Tisdall Seed, Lakes Area Massage, um, Ultimate Unlimited, what do we got? Big Chief, um, I'm having a, yeah. Awesome. The, yeah, uh, yeah. National Bank, I don't know, there's more, but I'm sorry. Yep, yeah. yeah. um, yeah, no, I certainly understand the, uh, I usually gotta look at my car too, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, um, yeah. but hey, I think, I, I know, uh, we wanted to hook up last week and uh that didn't happen because you were busy working and yep. uh but i appreciate you uh tuning in and uh helping with this uh c squad report that uh we're doing because sometimes when you want to change the game you got to do something different um and so uh yeah thanks for uh tuning in and uh i'm gonna quick uh sponsor announcement here uh sponsor Oh, also want to juice rhrbrew.com, fuel for entrepreneurs, and uh, we uh, hope to see you to track soon, and um, yeah, keep digging. Thanks, Brock. Yep, yep good luck. All right, everybody. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll keep this, if we get enough feedback, we'll keep this bandwagon going next week. 
Uh, maybe we can get someone else on the show. If you have any ideas on who we should have on the show, um, let me know and we'll see if we can arrange it. And until next time, smile. Smile.